Hello, my name is John Russell. I am a fourth year chemistry PhD student. Today I'm going to tell you a little bit about a paper that I feel like has a good story that is in the field of chemistry. It is titled, Suzuki Miara Cross-Coupling is not an informative reaction to demonstrate the performance of new solvents. This is a paper by James Sherwood in the Bielstein Journal of Organic Chemistry. The objective of this work was to reveal if there is a relationship between the productivity of Suzuki Miara cross-couplings and the properties of the solvent, and whether this could be used to justify solvent selection. The choice of solvent, for many reactions, is one variable that dictates reaction rate, selectivity, equilibria, solubility, and ultimately the product yield. If there is an observable change in reaction performance correlating to one or more solvent properties, often polarity, then it is possible to identify and implement an optimum solvent. Suzuki-Miara cross-coupling is the premier method of palladium-catalyzed carbon-carbon bond formation, making it an obvious case study to validate the performance of novel solvents. The polarity of the solvent is known to determine the structure and activity of catalytic intermediates, the rate-determining step in stereochemistry, where applicable, of Suzuki-Miara cross-couplings. Despite this, the reaction is generally tolerant of a wide range of solvents. Often an ether or amide solvent is used, and water is a common co-solvent. This calls into question the benefits of using Suzuki-Miara cross-coupling as a test of new solvents, regardless of how vital the reaction is. Three variations of the Suzuki-Miara cross-coupling protocol were performed under different conditions, all using one part water to three parts organic solvent by volume and 0.6 millimole, or one equivalent, of an aryl bromide. The solvent screening included 12 solvents, including several eminent green and bio-based solvents. This study compares solvents under the same conditions to offer a fair comparison, and conversion to the desired product was measured by proton NMR spectroscopy. The first case study. The desired coupling is of a 4-bromotoluene to produce 4-phenyltoluene, catalyzed by palladium, assisted by a bis-diphenylphosphenoferrocene ligand. In case study 1, all solvents resulted in high conversion to the product in one hour. Because of this, it is fair to conclude the reaction quickly reached good conversions with little apparent influence from the solvent, since there were several with different characteristics and they all led to high yields. The second case study transformed 4-bromophenylacetic acid into felbinac, a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug. Here, palladium acetate was used without an auxiliary ligand. This study ran for 20 hours. The majority of solvents provided conversions in excess of 90%, indicating that while a longer reaction time was needed, again, the solvents all led to very similar yield. The third case study coupled 4-bromoacetophenone with phenylboronic acid, using the same precatalyst as case study 2, palladium acetate, at room temperature. The conversion to the product varies considerably between solvents. This would seem to be the best test that provided the most information about the solvent impact on reactivity, but despite the variation between experiments, no discernible correlation between any solvent properties and the observed conversions was found. The results achieved in DMI across the three case studies typify the lack of an obvious solvent effect. In one instance, DMI is the best performing solvent, case study 1, 
than the worst aside from the reactive sirene, a green solvent, in case study 2, and then somewhere in between in case study 3. To demonstrate that not even case study 3 is robust enough to definitively establish a measurement of solvent performance in Suzuki Miyara cross-couplings, a short optimization study was conducted to improve the conversion to 4-phenylacetophenone into methyl THF, originally 16%. Reducing the water content to an 18 to 1 volume to volume ratio, an increase in the excess of base to 3 equivalences, and catalyst to 5 mol percent was found to be beneficial, as was a higher reaction temperature at 65 degrees C. These conditions produced a conversion of 79% after 4 hours in 2-methyl-THF. This is an indication of the weak influence of the solvent compared to the impact of the reaction temperature and the choice and quantity of catalyst and base. In summary, the Suzuki-Miyara reaction is a fantastically versatile and industrially important reaction and excels in a variety of reaction media. On the evidence of this study, it can be concluded that the Suzuki-Miyara reaction is not an informative case study for solvent effects and cannot reliably validate the benefits of one particular solvent. This is because catalysts and conditions can be chosen to promote high conversions regardless of the properties of the solvent. Specific mechanistic studies whereby the rate limiting step or mechanism changes according to the solvent remain a valid pursuit. Reprotoxic solvents, such as DMF, are routinely used in the Mazurki-Heck reaction, and hence, there is also a motivation to investigate safer alternative solvents that the Suzuki-Miyara reaction lacks. For researchers developing safer solvents, the Mazurki-Heck reaction is a more suitable cross-coupling methodology to demonstrate solvent performance. Thanks for listening.